On the 21st of August, 2017, one NASA Twitter account blocked another for two hours. Why? The answer to that at the end of the show. My name's Tom Scott, and this is Lateral. Three brave pilots are going to send their starships of truth through the asteroid field of pitfalls and red herrings to reach the planet of answers. I regret writing that joke. Please welcome our guests. We start with maker and YouTuber Becky Stern. Hello, great to be here. How are you doing? This is your first time on the show. How are you feeling about it? First time guest, not first time watching. Um, I'm, I'm right. super excited. This is my kind of jam. And I have to ask, this is going to go out maybe a month or two after recording. Is there anything you're working on right now that you can, you can tell the world about that you're excited about? I have a new craft video out on my YouTube channel. All right. You know what? I was going to ask for more specifics, but we're going to just leave it there and people can find it out for themselves. Um, also joining us, AI expert currently working on a dual university PhD, returning to the show despite clearly not having time for this, Jordan Harrod. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. I know nothing about space, so your joke went completely over my head. <laughs> to be honest, I, I had less confidence in that joke the more time <laughs> went on. Um, <laughs> since, since we last talked, like, chat GPT has come out. As someone who's oh, been God. studying this for a while, like, how are you keeping track of a field that is changing while you're studying? I mean, if um, anyone who follows me has probably noticed my... Um, increasingly inconsistent upload schedule and part of that is because it's it's a field that has been growing exponentially and has been increasingly harder to keep up with but i think you know on some level it's been really interesting the chat gpt stuff in particular has been really interesting um but it's also definitely pushed me to look into things that aren't language models that i might be interested in making content about and rounding out the show, we have maker and YouTuber Xyla Foxlin, who I most recently saw sending a Christmas tree into the atmosphere on a rocket for the second time. Yes, um, I do like explosions and chaos. Thanks so much for having me. How are you feeling about lateral thinking questions? Is this, is this in your normal wheelhouse? I am typically really bad at thinking really hard if there's a camera on, so we're going to find out how it goes. That's why all of my videos are in voiceover. Like I gotta, I gotta think about it in hindsight. All right. Well, we have questions that you need to look at from a variety of angles. So good luck with the mental protractors. We go with question one. Most hotels have room numbers in the place you'd expect them, about eye level outside your room door. However, a few hotels also have a second room number sign positioned about one foot above the floor. Why? give you that one more time. Most hotels have room numbers in the place you'd expect them, about eye level outside your room door. However, a few hotels also have a second room number sign positioned about one foot above the floor. Why? Small robots. The dogs that can read. Yeah, I second. Dogs that can read. Yeah, thank you, Becky. <laughs> babies. <laughs> babies that can read. The, the babies that can read. <laughs> um, for like the toddlers that escape their room and they can't find their way back. You know, like when a toddler grabs the wrong dad's legs. I, I, I don't. So, I, I don't either. <laughs> but I feel like at some point during my childhood, I would have done that. And just my parents have never told me about it. I love that you seconded the tiny dogs that can read 
over the robots. That's, <laughs> I just stayed, that's I just stayed in a hotel with. the other night with my dog and he had the most fun time finding the room by smell. He didn't need it to read to find the room. He's like, I was there oh. before and he found his way back. Oh, that's yeah, so silly. cute. Yeah. It's like, this is our room. I used huh. to, I also used to clean hotel rooms in high school at this like really gross truck stop hotel in my hometown. That's and a great I, high school job story to have. It was my yeah. first time I got to work alone and I realized like, oh, this is great. I could have my headphones on. And although like I had to wear big gloves and was not very pleasant otherwise, like at least I got to be by myself, you know, and chilling out. Um, so I'm trying to think like because I wheeled a cart around and like the cart blocks the door, but not like the eye level part of the door. This is an entire tangent, but I'm going to go with it anyway. I remember reading a news story about there being training schools in Las Vegas for people who clean hotel rooms. That there is like a standard and it's now such a hyper-efficient, optimized system that they're expected to do everything in like so few minutes that they now have to pay for their own training, which feels like another failure of the system somewhere. Yeah, I don't love that. Wait, they have to pay for their own training? Yeah, like in the same way that a lot of companies won't hire an engineer without a degree, a lot of hotels won't hire someone unless they've been to one of these schools so they don't have to train them themselves. I see. This is kind of gatekeeping That's... thing to keep the quality of a certain level. and also, But also, like, if they work at the fancier hotels, the fancier tips they get. So maybe it works out if it's the more expensive hotels. I don't know. I just have a feeling that it doesn't work out, but that's that's me. That was not my experience. I required no training. Okay. <laughs> Still untrained, Baxter. <laughs> that's a good title for a podcast. <laughs> that is a good title. That is a great title. I think I know the answer. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh, you're just going to come. Let's go for it. In case of a fire and you're crawling on the floor and the fire, people need to oh. be able to find which room. Oh, my God. Yes. Becky, big brain. Wait, why don't all hotels have that then? They want you to die in a fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was recently at a hotel where um, I was in the shower and the fire alarm went off and I was like, crap, I'm like literally naked <laughs> in the shower. Um, so I kind of like finished up and I dried off and the fire alarm still going out and I like poke my head out and people are kind of poking their head out and no one has left the building. Like I looked, I walked yeah. down yeah. the hall and looked out the front door and no one left the building. And I was like, do we not believe yeah. in fire alarms anymore? Like we've all lived through it's so just many usually a drill. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Just, everyone's like, it's probably a drill. Statistically, do they do drills at hotels? They do drills everywhere they have a fire alarm. It's the law. I mean, at least where I live. Oh, okay. Mm. I've been outside a hotel at night like three or four times in my life now, and it's just a lot of grumpy people. But it's the alarm's so loud that there's nothing you can do about it. It's, it's just, I, I felt like, well, either I stay in my room and get hearing damage and possibly die of a fire, or fine, I will, I will put on a coat, I'll get outside. But everyone, everyone was grumpy about it. When I was at university, if, if there was a fire alarm in the block I was in, you could go to like the, the center of the quad and the, the admin building and read off the fire alarm whose room it was that set off Ooh. the alarm. Oh, that's brutal. We found that out in like the first week of like, because we're all like freshmen, 18, 19. No one knows how to make macaroni and cheese yet. We're all outside and it's like two in the morning. And a delegation arrives from like the house three three doors down, led by a drunk Scotsman wearing a dressing <laughs> gown who is being pushed in a shopping cart by someone else. 
who's just like, who's room nine? <laughs> it's that guy. What were you doing? And it's like, I was smoking. Mm-hmm. And it's like, could you not? Like, yeah, okay, fine, <laughs> wonderful. Like, that was the best deterrent anyone had, knowing that you were going to be publicly shamed for setting the fire alarm off. Exceptional. Yeah, I was about to say, I wish that happened in my undergrad. <laughs> I got written up for having, or I, I had to write an essay for disciplinary reasons in college on fire safety in dormitories. <laughs> and, okay, I'm just going to say, if you don't want rocket motors in dorms, then, like, give rocket people fire safety boxes. Anyway, um, so I, I ended up pulling the fire logs for the entirety of, like, the history of the fire like safety records of my university and 25% of fire alarms in freshman dormitories were caused by Easy Mac. Uh, yes, Becky, you are absolutely right. I'll try and drag this back from the, <laughs> from the fire anecdotes. You're absolutely right. It is accessibility. It is so that if there is smoke from a fire and you're crawling along the floor, you can find your way out. But also firefighters coming in can look down and check the room numbers. Each of our guests has brought a question along. As usual, I don't know the questions. I definitely don't know the answers. We're going to start with Jordan. What have you got for us? All right. Here's my question for all of you. In the UK, McDonald's sells chicken strips called Chicken Selects. A man found a hack to buy four Chicken Selects from McDonald's for less than the price of a three-pack of them. What was it? And I'll repeat the question. In the UK... McDonald's sells chicken strips called Chicken Selects. A man found a hack to buy four Chicken Selects from McDonald's for less than the price of a three-pack of them. What was it? I think I might have done this at some point. We, were I you the man? Think this... this is actually a question about Tom Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I Going think to this McDonald's might have in been the UK. Indi- this might have been independently discovered at some points. I, I can't actually remember if it was me or someone with me who... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit out of this one, because I... All I, right. If oh. not, I have a different hack that lets you do it as well. It's you and me, Becky. I've never bought chicken strips in the UK. I feel a disadvantage. Oh, these are just... Uh, the US would call them chicken tenders. So does it matter? It doesn't matter that it's the UK versus the US. It has nothing to do with, like, the currency or anything like that? No, it doesn't have to do with okay, the currency. Okay, so it could, it could be in the US and we could change it for chicken... Nuggets. Does it does it matter that it's chicken selects? Why is it called chicken selects for starters? That's like we don't want to admit that it's fully chicken. I know why. No, it is, it's because it's um it's real pieces of chicken instead of chicken um play-doh. And we didn't really have the phrase chicken tenders until like America imported that a few years ago, so they just gave them a different name. Oof. Hmm. Yeah, I don't it's know what like, they call them just... now they hear it, but they like the, in order to have it be like a real c- contiguous piece of chicken. It's called something else than the chicken nuggets, which are um, put together with um, with glue, meat glue. I will never get the term chicken Play-Doh out of my head. Did you not see the like pink chicken goo thing from McDonald's when we were all in like middle and high school? <laughs> I did. I just didn't just put it in my brain as chicken Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> I think in the UK for it to be a chicken tender, it actually has to be like a whole chicken tenderloin. I'm not sure that's true in the U.S. Contiguous. So I think we have to use a different name. I would believe that's not true in the U.S. That also has nothing to do with the answer to this question. <laughs> Dang. Okay. So it could be. It could, it could be. It could be chicken nuggies. It could be chicken tendies. It could be chicken fingies. It could be anything. 
Does that have something to do with there being like a meal price? I used to work at my very first job when I turned 16 was at a Dunkin' Donuts and you could charge someone for, you could like ring up something without the cup and you have to like ring up the item and then subtract the cup. So like, is there like a meal minus extra meal items? I love that all these questions so far have something to do with your high school jobs, Becky. This (laughs) is like like the the Slumdog Millionaire episode of this and it's all yours. Next, are we going to talk about stocking Christmas ornaments at the craft store? Because I also have a lot of experience doing that. Um, in terms of... Does it have to do with an app? No, it does not have to do with an app. Becky is on a closer track. Okay, is it like there's a there's a deal where you can buy a certain number plus a drink, but you're allowed to sub, like subtract the drink? Not the drink. Fries. Oh, can you replace fries? Is the three-pack overpriced? It's not a meal. <laughs> If you get if you get selects and a fries, but you can substitute the fries for an extra select. Mm-mm. Is there like a bonus? There's like I think if they come if they come in a three pack, like how would you even get four unless there's like some kind of way to order for like the kitty uh, meal or something? My brain immediately when you when you started talking about numbers like four and three, I was like, oh, what you do is you get a three liter jug and a five liter jug, and you pour in the. That's not how chicken works. <laughs> Well, if we're still on the chicken Play-Doh track, <laughs> it works if it's... Oh, okay, so before, before it's made into before the chicken it's tender. <laughs> yep. No, not um, that. The, the, you have to bring your own chicken. Jordan, I'm yes. not convinced that uh, the US actually has the same menu as the UK. So I think there might be there might be something that the Americans are missing here. Oh, There's a lot that Americans are missing, I think. Yeah, but I don't know a lot about the McDonald's menu in the first place. I always get a chicken nuggets, which used to be six pieces, and now it's 10 pieces. And I'm like, I yes, I am 40% fatter. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> so it has something, to, you think it has something to do with the, the structure of the UK menu that's different than the US menu? I guess what's offered on the menu. What else is offered on the menu? Okay, is it like if you buy a burger? Oh, you can get, is it a kid's meal? A, a kid's meal, you could get like two of them for cheaper. And so you could get two kid's meals for the same price as a three pack adult sized. You're very close. Or it's like the Cardi B and offset meal where like as long as you bring your boyfriend who likes the double cheeseburger, it's you not can that get the discount on the chicken tenders. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that an actual thing? You, uh, is, yeah. that, is that like... Yeah, it's an actual you thing. You actually have to bring okay. Cardi B with you to the McDonald's. <laughs> and they'll give you as many chicken tenders as you want. Oh, yeah, they will. Chicken select, Just sorry. Just be Cardi B, actually. <laughs> I'll you go with that be answer. Cardi B. Yeah. <laughs> Final answer. No. So, okay, the kid's meal comes with an extra... Mm. Can I try dropping a hint in here? I'll, go for I'll, it. It's worth thinking about how fast food places tend to construct like special stuff like if they've got a single if they've got a new thing on the menu it's often just stuff they've already got moved around something to do with the dollar is the mcdollar menu is mcdonald's right no not the dollar menu but it's not well first of all the dollar menu is barely the dollar menu that it used to be but that's a whole other thinking of marketing (laughs) fast food marketing things that i've heard of Becky, we're embarrassing ourselves with our lack of McDonald's knowledge. I'm not embarrassed that I don't go to fast food restaurants very often. That that does not embarrass me. (laughs) 
yeah, this is my poor student hack from years ago for me. Uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in. I'm going to see if my hack's the same as the one in the question, Jordan. All right. Um, McDonald's in the UK sells wraps. I know, like most of the world, like Europe, yes. Australia, New Zealand. They, right, okay. So they will, they will sell a, a snack wrap, which is just a tortilla with some stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And so they made it because they want some kind of vaguely healthy looking lunch option, even though literally all they're doing is replacing... Do they put a chicken tender in a tortilla and call it a new item? They put two That's chicken tenders. <laughs> they put two in no, there and a bit I... of lettuce, a bit of mayo. And they sell two of those for cheaper than just three of the chicken tenders. Wendy's used to do a chicken Caesar wrap that had two chicken tenders in it, which was cheaper if you bought two than the chicken tenders. Yeah. I know this. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the student being cheap question. It was... It makes absolutely no sense, apart from the fact that people are still willing to pay more for just a box of three chicken tenders if that's what they want. I think if this question, I might have got guessed something like that if the question were around Taco Bell. Because like, I think now that I think of like tortilla, you know, like I think of tor- Taco Bell's menu as more of a mix and match uh, separates outfit planning. I've literally McDonald's. never eaten at a Taco Bell, so I would totally bomb that question. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever been to a Taco Bell sober. But I've been to Taco Bell plenty. The answer to this question is that he bought two chicken wraps, but told the restaurant to remove everything else except the chicken. So he orders two chicken wraps. Each wrap contains two chicken selects, so four chicken selects in total. He then removed all of the optional ingredients, cucumber, lettuce, tomato, and mayo, as well as the tortilla wrap itself. This left just the four chicken selects on their own, which cost less than three chicken selects. And apparently this hack was posted by someone named Daza on Facebook in December of 2022. Of course it was someone called Daza. Of course it was. That's exactly <laughs> the name. This is the sort of thing you can do at those like ordering kiosks because you don't actually have to make the awkward request to a person. <laughs> the next question is from a listener. It was sent in by Marion. Uh, and I will tell you in advance that you don't need to write down the exact sequence of things I'm going to say. The password JI32K7AU4A83 has been found in over 100 data breaches. Why are so many people using that set of characters? I was about to say no. (laughs) I can see Becky prepping to write it down anyway. (laughs) Looking at my keyboard. I'll give you that one more time. The password JI32K7AU4A83 has been found in over 100 data breaches. Why are so many people using that set of characters? Now, for everyone listening to this and going, oh my God, do I have to write that down? No, you don't. I'll give you that in advance. You don't need to memorize that sequence. Is it something that, like, uh, one of the auto password generators has kind of, like, glitched and, like, latched onto and inserts it into a lot of random passwords? Does anyone here use a password generator? Because I I still do. I have a password manager that just makes them for me. Okay. Literally everyone here. Good. It's it's almost like makers and nerds and people who are doing PhDs are good at operational security for some reason. I can't imagine what that would be. Or our YouTube channels have been hacked at some point and we learned our lesson. Uh, yeah. Crossing my fingers that I don't have yeah, that it's called it's called identifying as female on the internet. <laughs> also yeah. that. It sounds like an okay password, except it doesn't have any special symbols in it. How many characters is it long? Ah, now that is 12 characters. Seems pretty normal. Okay, so that's longer is than, it, yeah. 
Is it an example password used in a blog about like how to make a good password? It's a random string of Ooh, characters. That's a good for guess. example, J I K seven two something something. You remembered way more of that than I thought you would. Um, <laughs> it's it's sadly not an example. That's a good guess, though. Oh, I think so. Like googling, like make a good password. Google how to make a good password. <laughs> <laughs> I can see myself doing it. That's the. <laughs> I could, I could see myself, I could see younger me when I did stuff like this, set up a website that was like how to generate a password or like automatic password generate, secure password yeah. generator. And Get it's just it to the, the same top thing. of Google. It's just the same thing every time. <laughs> like, enter your email address and we'll generate a password for you. So the answer to the question is in an alternate reality, past Tom Scott made a website that did this. <laughs> yeah. That it's just you've been pwned repeatedly. <laughs> 20-year-old me it, is angry that he didn't make that now. <laughs> is it some sort of like, I don't know, I feel like if if everyone is using this password, it can't be like a, a cryptography thing, but is there some It was found in easy... breaches. That doesn't mean it was actually yeah. used as passwords, does it? Does that mean that like there could be some kind of interpretation of the of the leaked database where some entry is always getting somehow converted into... Are all the numbers... I guess, is this the password that people have actually used or something else? Yeah, people have actually used this password. Is it okay. a password that was like auto-assigned by a really large company to a bunch of employees and then all the employees uh, signed up for stuff and and then it got breached? No, this is this is all independent. People are independently coming up with this password. Yeah. Was it on TikTok? <laughs> is this password? Yes. <laughs> Are they all... Secret hack. Make your TikTok account more secure with this password. Mr. Beast said to set it as your password and all the teens said it as their password. Is it... So I study other languages. So is it a keyboard from a different language? Yeah, like Chinese. Is it a Chinese password? Yeah, uh, it's... I'll give you that. It's... Although... (laughs) No, I'm not going to give you that. Is it like QWERTY but in Dvorak? I'm not going to give you it's Chinese for political reasons. So where might it be? Taiwan? Yes. It's oh. Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Taiwanese keyboard layout who are typing in what is roughly, I'm, I'm not going to explain the full thing, but they are typing what is basically my password. <laughs> and after going through various translation systems and then putting it into ASCII characters, what you get is that sequence of letters. It is mm. basically just my password but typed in a different language and then translated back. Wait, but... Uh, hmm. Okay, maybe I fundamentally don't understand. When I've typed in Chinese, it's like you type out the pinyin and the tone and you kind of just, like, pick a character. Or, wait, are passwords... I've never said a password in, in a character language. Are they actually the character? Like, does the person typing in the character? Or is it they have to type something in in a, like, standard keyboard? Or, like, an ASCII... It's got to be. I'm just, I'm just going to read my notes here because I'm not going to try to understand how Taiwanese text entry works. Uh, it is the Yujing Fuhao system. I'm trying to get that as close as I can. The tones will be wrong. Um, it allows Chinese characters to be typed on a QWERTY layout. So they're typing in four characters that are my password. And so you have letters and numbers that from those that get turned into... ASCII. I do not understand how this works. All I know is that uh, enough people in Taiwan just typed in my password when asked to enter my password that it turned up in breaches. Wow. 
That's this funny. is the trouble with having a load of people that understand computers on a question about computers. If, if people didn't... If, if I had a question about farm animals and it involved some extreme detail, no one would ask any follow-up questions. And right now, I'm sweating because I don't understand what's... I don't quite understand what's in front of me. Sorry, uh, yes. my parents do now have a farm in upstate New York, so... I will try not to ask any more questions about farm animals. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm sure whatever your next question is, it'll relate to Becky's high school jobs, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to relate this one to my current job? I, I teach a bunch of international students in the class I teach at the School of Visual Arts, and several of them have this keyboard layout that, you know, like they're always swapping back and forth. There's keyboard layout. And I'm sure they would know the answer. Know the answer Remind to, me to never to play a the... trivia game actually against Becky. <laughs> This is totally your Slumdog Millionaire episode. Good luck with it. <laughs> I'm not good at sports. <laughs> so, yes, that long string of characters is my password typed on a Taiwanese keyboard and sent through a lot of computer stuff. Our next question is from Becky. Please tell us it's something about what you did in high school. It very well could be, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, here's your question. Coincidentally, the listener, this listener question has been sent in by both Marion Halim and Tom Hartley. Nintendo released The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess on the GameCube and Wii consoles simultaneously. The Wii game is a mirrored version of the GameCube game. Why? I'll read it again. Nintendo released The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess on the GameCube and Wii consoles simultaneously. The Wii game is a mirrored version of the GameCube game. Why? Like mirrored, like it's flipped, inverted? I might know the answer to this because I play games. All right. I so definitely gonna... don't know the answer to this because I don't usually play games. There's a lot of good games that debuted on the GameCube. I didn't have one personally, but... It's still the best version of Mario Kart. 100%. I had one growing up, so yeah, it's great. Yeah. Just the ability in Mario Kart to have two teams of two, which for like four people in college dorm just meant there was way more shouting than usual as you actually tried to coordinate with someone as well. Mm. Wait, if there's a two-person Mario Kart team, is one person like controlling speed and the other one's controlling direction? Or is it you both have your own car? No, one person's the driver and one person's the gunner. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. That's and you, amazing. And if you both push a button, you can swap over, which meant that halfway through, you'd be like, you're driving terribly. I'm, it's my turn. <laughs> and like, you're just now on the back throwing out shells at someone behind you. That sounds really fun. And the person on the back, this is, this is one of the last like big video game memories I have is like being in a, in a college dorm room and having like the shoulder buttons because the person on the back as the, as the, gunner you also could like save your cart from going off a cliff by like shifting your weight by pushing a button rather than actually like shifting your weight but it's like oh you're about to go over a cliff nope saved you and it was great until you pushed the wrong button and sent over a cliff and someone punched you in the arm i might have some memories from back then just just so uh, i i had i had less less stuff going on you know more time to play video games i think i did play zelda in high school but not at work <laughs> 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 yeah, but, but for me, it's playing video games and my college dorm experience. And for Becky, it's like crap jobs she had in high school. So I feel like one of us is getting the worst deal here. Well, this it looks like the Wii came out in 2006. So, um, yeah, I would have been I would have I would have been not in high school when this game came out. But, you know, the Zelda franchise um, yeah. is long enduring. So. so why do you mirror an entire video game? 
I mean, Jordan's just going to get to sit here smug, but... Uh, Are the controls flipped? You, If you've played Zelda... Ooh. I've never played Zelda. I've never played on a Wii, and I've never played on a GameCube. And I really uh, <laughs> am feeling a little inadequate. The Wii definitely has, like, motion controls, right? So, because um, I remember, like, the Wii is the one with the, the weird stick of a controller that you can, like, bowl with and, um, like, throw things with. So... Is there some reason that you would want to use your left hand? The control, a, a standard game controller, like a lot of the primary actions are on the left side and a Wii is typically held on your right side. And then the nunchuck, the like joystick thing is on the other side. Wait, is this the one where you draw back a bow? Is this a Zelda game where you have to like repeatedly do this motion where like you, if you've got the Wii controllers, you're like holding them up and like, Pulling back and drawing a bow and firing arrows. Uh, I this the description does not mention that as being the action. It's um, the link is is uh, it's about the regular weapon that Link usually uses. Oh, is it is it then that you're holding your sword in your right hand instead of pushing the left hand button to spot the person who can't remember how the controls are laid out? Like normally, you're pushing the left button to swing your sword. And now, but what? No, why would you? Why would you swing? Why? Why would you mirror the entire? It has something to do with the character trait of Link. Oh, man. I have no idea. Oh, man. You've got... Oh, Jordan's, Jordan's literally Jordan bouncing the back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's played... Because Jordan's played Zelda. I actually coincidentally jo just learned this the other the other night. I'm not a huge Zelda fan. I haven't played it in a really long time. And I did not know this person, this character trait. I had a Wii and a, a GameCube growing up. And you can use GameCube games on the Wii. So I experienced this. Oh, Jordan, like... Just just put us out our misery here. You had it from the start. Link is left-handed. Oh, and most players on the Wii are right-handed. They mirrored it. They mirrored the entire game so that um, on Nintendo, you wouldn't have to... On the Wii, you wouldn't have to or, play sorry, with your left hand. On the Wii, you wouldn't have to play with your left hand. Exactly. It was right. a lazy way to accommodate for Link canonically being left-handed, but, but the Wii... Um, controller is going to be usually used by somebody in their right hand, and it's kinetic, like yeah. you mentioned. We were close. We yep. were we were very we close. Were, yeah. I'm just not up on my Zelda lore at all. <laughs> I wonder if Link is left-handed because some animator many, many years ago when they were designing like the first pixel version of that character just was like, yeah, sure, it's easier this way. And now years later, someone is having to mirror an entire game because of it. It's kind of like lazy, lazy move. But also brilliant if they're like, what are we going to do? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I assume this was like ready for deployment. And then somebody was like, oh, no. <laughs> and they were like, just mirror the whole game. It's fine. They tried to play it. Yeah. That's what happened is they tried to play, they tried to play it. <laughs> oh, my, my producer. Sorry, uh, Becky, I know this is your question, but my producer has just popped up on my uh, on my screen here saying that uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, who created uh, the Zelda series, is left handed. So oh, I was wow. completely wrong where I was like, is it some lazy designer? No, it's the creator going, I'm going to make him like me. Representation. <laughs> it's like how Ariel ended up redheaded. Wait, what? Really? The Little Mermaid? Wait, explain. It was like, I think it was just the the producer was redheaded. And like, she's not redheaded in the in the original fairy tale. And they were like, what if we just gave her red hair? Uh, I did not know this. In the original games, Link is left-handed. However, the Wii had the facility of the Wii Remote for such things as sword fighting. And since most people are right-handed, it made sense to turn Link into a right-handed character for the Wii version. And rather than remodel the character, they lazily mirrored the entire game world. 
Next one's from me. Good luck, folks. South Korean supermarkets have found an ingenious way of reducing the number of bananas that people throw away at home. How do they package them? I'll say that again. South Korean supermarkets have found an ingenious way of reducing the number of bananas that people throw away at home. How do they package them? You had a look of such excitement on your face there, Zyla. Well, okay, I think I saw the answer to this on Twitter and I was like, oh my God, it satisfies all the parts of my brain that need to be satisfied. All right, you step back from this one. I'll leave it to uh, yeah. Jordan and Becky. Oh God. Um, I've seen bananas with their stems wrapped with something before. I don't know how you package this. So it's... They packaged it in a way that reduces food waste, I guess. Yeah. So it makes the bananas, they make the bananas last longer before they go bad? I'll let you talk this through for a while. It just says it, it reduces the number of bananas that people throw away. Oh, they pack, oh, they package it with a recipe for banana bread. Oh, that's a lovely idea. That's amazing. <laughs> that's- so when you're like, oh, my bananas are sad. Oh, I know what I'll do. There's a lot of banana bread made for that reason, but uh, unfortunately not this time. I guess I don't really eat bananas. Um, so I'm thinking about this in the context of avocados. <laughs> and why do I throw out... I mean, I throw out avocados because they all get ripe at the same time. So they do they give you like bananas that some of them are ripe and some of them aren't? Yes. There's... Yeah, you're nearly there, but... Bananas are not, you can't normally sell bananas in a way that that's possible because they come in bunches. So this way is not selling bananas in bunches? But it's simple as that. You've, you've got it between you. Um, Zyla, what did you see on Twitter? It was um, a bananas in this like beautiful gradient from green to yellow. And so it was like each one ripens. They're, they're each harvested like a day apart so that they ripen sequentially. Yeah, that's it. The the key part is they break them out of the bunches and package them up over several days of ripeness. So you have essentially a week's pack of bananas available to buy. Wait, so question, as someone who doesn't consume bananas, but um, belongs to a household full of people who do, I've totally gone to the store and like had a bunch of bananas and then like taken a banana off of the bunch and bought that banana. That's allowed. I think everyone does that. Yeah, like... <laughs> Is that not a thing? <laughs> so you could do this yourself, even if it's not offered. Okay. Yes. I just needed to clarify that this is something that like you can do. And it does mean that you now have a plastic wrapped package of bananas, which is arguably not the best. So you should just go to the store and do this yourself and just break out seven bananas from seven different bunches. And then, but like- then you're, you're going to be putting them in like one of those plastic grocery bags. Anyway, though, to keep, right? No, you have to bring them in and remove them from the bag or else they will all ripen up yeah. faster. I don't know. I don't really eat bananas either, but I watch them go bad a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I do this with avocados, I'll like buy a couple avocados and then I'll like, I'll, I'll intentionally buy a couple and then go back to the store like three days later and buy a couple more. And then the ones that I originally bought, I can eat. And the other ones are like. Do you put them in different parts of your house? Yeah, warm a warm place or a cooler place. I definitely buy two different, like... Yeah. I was about to just assume that Becky had a high school job on a banana plantation picking them, so... I'm trying to think if I had a high school. I don't think I didn't have a high school connection with bananas. Sorry. <laughs> I worked at a Freya shop and cut a lot of bananas, so I'll cut you. I'll, I'll lend a... You can phone a friend on this one, Becky. Great. 
yes, South Korean supermarkets started packaging up bananas as a gradient of ripeness. Our last guest question of the show then is from Zyla. Whenever you're ready. I'm actually, I'm very excited. In 2022, a pickup truck hit a car outside a shopping center in Roseville, California. Although the driver fled in their vehicle, police investigating the wreck soon arrested the culprit. They needed a little mental agility rather than witnesses or CCTV. How? And I'll read that again. In 2022, a pickup truck hit a car outside a shopping center in Roseville, California. And although the driver fled in their vehicle, police investigating the wreck soon arrested the culprit. They just needed a little bit of mental agility rather than witnesses or CCTV. How? Okay, my immediate thought, and that's because we've talked a lot about animals in this, is that there was just a dog driving the car accidentally. It had just got in, it had hit the accelerator, and just just kept going. But was it a dog that could read hotel numbers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it had actually just checked out of, of the hotel next door and just done a really bad bad job of reversing. Did the police... Okay, so not all states not all states have a uh, require both a front and back license plate. So I don't know if I and I don't know off the top of my head if California requires a front license plate. Maybe Zyla can answer that question. You live California, California does require a front license plate. I drove around for a really long time without one, and my excuse was going to be that I couldn't figure out how to use a screwdriver to put it on. I wanted to see if I could get away with that. Good one. You would be, yeah. If they didn't Google you, then sure. Um, so, so I'm gonna guess, and I feel like this is a pretty far fetched guess that the pickup truck license plate made an imprint on the car, and they just had to read it backwards. That is correct. And actually, what? this oh. happened to one of my friends. Oh. One of my friends drove his brand new car off of the lot, was like super excited, was on a wait list for this car for a while, got rear-ended, like took the bumper off, and they caught, also got hit and run. They caught him because it, they left an imprint of the license plate on the bumper. Hmm. I'm really surprised. I, I thought that was pretty far-fetched. I would never have got that. British license yeah, plates no. are just printed. They're, so not, one of they're the- not raised up. One of the hints is that this method doesn't work in the UK. It only works in the US yeah. where they're embossed. Not yep. all, uh, li- some license plates in the US are printed also. Um, I think I think the new Connecticut license plates are printed and not stamped. I could be wrong. This is the part where we learned that Becky l- worked at the DMV in high school. I didn't. Yeah, it exactly. wasn't until you used the word embossed that my brain went, oh yeah, they're not. they're not printing out like, big X's and sticking them on with... No, they just get a stamp and put it into the metal. Of course they do. It has taken me until today to realise that that's how those licence plates are made, that it's just stamped in. I'm really surprised. If I had thought that was right, I wouldn't have guessed so early. (laughs) (laughs) It was a fantastic guess. Yeah. Yeah, so that was exactly right. Um, An imprint of the truck's license plate became embossed onto the car that it hit, and so they just had to read the license plate number backwards and identify the correct vehicle. So one final thing for the show then. We have a question that I asked the audience at the start. Thank you to Marcus Cameron Bent for sending this one in. On 21st of August 2017, one NASA Twitter account blocked another NASA Twitter account for two hours. Why? Wasn't there an eclipse? Yes, there was. So who blocked who? Oh, oh, oh! Did like the the moon block the sun? Moon block the sun. Yep, and NASA's moon Twitter account oh. blocked NASA's sun Twitter account for two hours on the twenty first of August, twenty seventeen. That's so adorable. Thank That's you cute. very much. Thank you to all our guests. Uh, let's find out where can people find you. What's going on in your lives? Uh, we'll start with Zyla. I am Zyla. I build stuff and I fly stuff on the internet. I don't fly things on the internet. I just build things on the internet and then I, I fly myself. 
elsewhere. Um, and I am currently in the middle of building a sailboat. So if you are interested in that or in any of my flying adventures, you can find me at Xylofoxlin on anything. Jordan. I talk about artificial intelligence and how it's going to impact our lives. And these days, how ChatGBT is going to gaslight you. So uh, at Jordan Harrod on all the things. And Becky. I'm a maker. I make things and I document them and share them on the internet. A lot, a lot of electronics, a lot of crafts. I'm BeckyStern.com. And you can just search me and find my YouTube channel. If you want to know more about this show or send in a question yourself, you can do that at lateralcast.com. You can find us at lateralcast pretty much everywhere. And there are video highlights at youtube.com slash lateralcast. Thank you very much. It is goodbye from Becky Stern. Bye. Jordan Harrod. See ya. And Xyla Foxland. Bye. I've been Tom Scott, and that's been Lateral. <laughs>